following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Oh, yes, again, it's time for Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Network's uh, Saturday morning as we overlook the cloudy, rainy sky here in the beautiful Valley of the Sun. And um, the sun's breaking through and promising us that it will dry up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, for a little while. Anyway. Hey, but at least. Well, why do you mean for a little while? Well, I because mean, it's not. Have you heard the forecast? No. It's 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 blow and go. It's it yeah. It's going to be <laughs> raining and it's going to be a little dry, you know. And it it's not going to clear out for at least another two three days before it's it dries out for any length of time. Just like that, the sun went back in. Yeah, see you, that? You, you just made it unhappy. See that? See 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 the power of this show. Just just I put my hand up and I did the old I did the old close the, old, the clouds, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> so Sunday is going to be that too. The force is with me. No, <laughs> yes. Of course. Uh, of course. Uh, you know, yeah, Sunday is going to be a little bit, uh, I think it's going to be a little bit left over. And then Monday's questionable. But then Tuesday, it's going to start to dry out a little. And then like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's going to be sunny. Hey, I'll take this rather than six feet of snow at the driveway. That's well, right. Any yeah. day. Hey, hey, Hayden, you should see my green grass. Look at it. It's coming up through the ground. It is beautiful. Oh, see That's that. right. And see. mine's always green. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, yeah. That's because you have a toupee in your backyard. That's yes. what that is. <laughs> I like that. I like it. That was, that was very good. Well, thank babe. you. Thank that you. That was very good. <laughs> That's right. For all of your listeners who are just tuning in wondering, what the hell is he talking about? Well, Dan has some synthetic turf in the back of his house, which really looks nice. It's and It's gorgeous. It's, and it's low, ma- it's low maintenance. But, you know... Every now and then, you know, one of these days he'll turn around and he'll say, you know, I miss the changing of the color. And then I could just come over there with the, with the spray rig and I could spray it like autumn, you know, and then spray it winter. Actually, I'm tempted <laughs> to put a big C in the middle of the yard for Cubs. Oh, God. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Wait, yeah, what are you saying? We you haven't can... even got Barrett Jackson passed us yet. And he's talking about spring training. Yeah. It's on. At least wait till February. Oh no way! Uh, <laughs> are you are you saying you can change the color no, of a synthetic no, turf? No, okay, no, I'm just right. kidding. I'm okay. just full with you. All right. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I could change, cut, cut the pieces and put the blue, the blue synthetic in. You know, it's kind of like you know the old folks home. There's the blues and there's yeah. the greens and there's the whites. Anyway, you know what? We used to have a saying. You know, we used to have a saying way back in the early days of Image Home Improvement Live. You know, it said if you if you and this was like for all our our friends or our snowbirds that listen to the show and come into oh the Canadians okay uh, yeah well yeah and anybody else up in the north side that comes comes down to Arizona for the summertime or for the wintertime but we had used to have a saying you know if you think that uh, painting your you know your concrete in the front of your house green. And that's going to solve your problem, make your house look have more curb appeal. This show is for you because that's not going to happen. But I'll tell you what, that yeah. artificial turf is so has my water bill. And, you know, I've got, got, you know, between having a pool and then having the lawn, it makes sense now for a water bill to have artificial turf because now the pool is sustainable. 
Mm-hmm. The sustainable in my bills world works. Mm-hmm. It was worth the investment yeah. already. I can dig it. Yep. Yeah, uh, but they, your power bills make up for what you've sustained by not having any water bills. But actually, anyway, we, actually, we have a couple of those cool shades, those nice big triangles that keep the back area cool. Right. So that's good. So when it starts to get like really toasty in the summertime, you know, and we have our friend burning up in the fields, they're going to run over the dance <laughs> and stay under the shade. That's right. But because we got them on the west end and the uh, south side. So it's yeah, all covered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, it's winter time. It's January, and the January is the time where we usually talk about exactly what's going on now. It's the winter rains in January, and that's usually the time that you know, out at the compound, we usually spread our pre-emergent to keep the weeds away yeah. twice a year. And this yeah. is the time to actually do it because when you spread pre-emergent down on your ground to to keep the weeds from coming up through your desert landscaping, you know, it's it needs to be saturated in the ground to keep to stop all the weeds from growing. And this is a perfect time to do it. So we already got that covered. Oh, okay. So already, everything's all ready for hey, that. Pre-emergent so. can't go over your ryegrass, can it? That would kill the ryegrass. No, grass. no, it won't kill. It won't kill. No, it won't do that. Like it, it, well, You wouldn't want to put it on your ryegrass anyway, because why would you want to stop your ryegrass from growing? I see. Right? Well, but okay. you'd want to be able to turn around. And like, for instance, if you have... Desert landscaping with different types of gravel and, and stone yeah. and stuff like that. You don't want weeds coming up through the ground. You don't. But yeah. when you spread the pre-emergent out and the rain soaks it into the ground, it just stops it. And I found wow. that throughout the years that we've been at our new home, that if you do it often enough and regular enough, like January, once in August or September, like when we have monsoon season, that eventually, for the most part, it does keep... You know, the weeds away, even if you might happen to miss, you know, a, a, a season. Yeah. Like if you miss a season, if you miss a month and it's like, oh, my God, I missed it, you know. But it's still, it's still, for the most part, is much better than I remember that first year when we moved out there where, you know, hey, I didn't know any better. You know, I mean, uh, desert landscaping on that scale with over an acre of land and then all of a sudden... The weeds start coming up, and before you know it, it you was had a too late. Out there. I, I look; it, it looked like it looked like um, you know the weeds were encroaching on the dead city. I mean, yeah. it was just ridiculous. Tumbling weeds. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, we've got a great show planned for you today. We, you know, one of the things as you said, we're talking about rainy season here, and Ernie Marion, our good friend and sponsor from Keiko Roofing, will be with us at eight thirty. We're going to be talking about. Everything over your head. Everything over your head. And why, if you think your, your roof needs some help, well, then you need to actually call Ernie at Keiko, and he will come out, and they will do a free, you know that my favorite word? It's free, free. Yeah, inspection it. of your roof and see exactly where it is. And if you thought, well, you know, if it's – here's the misconception about roofs, and then Ernie will elaborate on this later, but, you know, a lot of people think, well, I've got a tile roof. They say tile will last for 50 years. What do I got to worry about? It's not the tile. It's the underlayment that goes bad. And they are continually upgrading and basically reinventing underlayment for tile roofs so that this way you get more years out of it. Before, you could just put like, you know, you'd put a 30-pound felt down. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you they, they'd say you get 10 years out of it, and that's it. Maybe. Maybe. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're making... Much better um, improved underlayments now to make Some the of underlayment last longer. Some stuff almost looks longer. like you know the real very hardy rolled roofing. It's yes. almost it's almost that quality. Yeah, it's almost or maybe that better good. than that. You know, because you know when you think about this, and we've done a lot of these projects with Keiko, where we've come in 
And if you do have an under a home that has tile roofs that need the underlayment changed, it's it's a systematic but labor intensive where they will remove a section of tile. And when I say remove, they'll take it off where it is, but they're going to stack it and another section of the roof. Then they completely strip the underlayment off. They put a new felt down and they reinstall the tile. And then they move to the next section. They do the same thing till they get all. Like if they broke it into four sections, all four sections of your roof done, and it's completely repaired and, and uh, in the underlayment installed, and you're good to go. But um, it's labor intensive. But you know, in the long run, it gets to the point where any reputable roofer will tell you that if you do have a roof leak and the underlayment is really old, that they will not warranty the repair oh, because no. as soon as you touch the roof and segment out the bad section, sometimes despite the best efforts where you could put the underlayment in and basically go back and, you know, seal it all back in, there's always a chance that you have a split area on the part that you was next to the repair, and mm-hmm. that you could be liable for, and then here here's a leak. So most of the time they'll say if they're either going to do a whole side all or nothing. Or nothing. Yeah. So you've got to be careful with that. Also, in the second hour, one of the other things that we're, as we were talking about in January, and that's getting your home ready for that spring remodel. And Ari from Papagno's Marble yeah, and wh- Granite. I, 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 who? Ari. 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 You know Ari. <laughs> if you'd have told me that, I would have. Are you gonna? Are you gonna play that when she comes on? Should I? No. Okay. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. She won't understand it. She won't. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Oh well, yeah. But anyway, but uh, other than that, no, she, <laughs> she knows. Probably won't. You're right. She knows her stuff when it comes to the marble and granite. She's got a, a great company, great sponsor for Image Home Improvement Live, and we're going to be talking with her about some of the trends for 2017. Uh, and you know, it's it, a lot of people are going and, and requesting quartz now, so it's. We're going to get the scoop on quartz versus granite when we talk to Ari here a little bit later. But, you know, one of the things that we want to talk a little bit about is some of the uh, home improvement projects to make your home more desirable in 2017. (laughs) And, you know, for those of you who want to stay in your home, you've got to think about what the first area that I, I think you should always look at is your kitchen. I mean... Blade, how is your kitchen? How old is your home? 1983. Okay, so. so has it ever been remodeled? I mean, the kitchen? Well, it's got black appliances. Doesn't that kind of tell you they're kind of new? Or does that tell you they're kind well, of old? That's within the last 10 years. Well, they, okay. could, they could have new appliances, but how? But if but if the cabinets have never been replaced, the cabinets are like probably like 30 yeah. years old. They are, and little wooden yeah. blocks that hold up the shelves underneath them and all that kind of thing. And oh, they're, they're original. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it this way. They are. Let's put it this way. Our friends over at Stardust Building Supplies would not be able to recycle those because right. they are over 20 years old. I see. Yeah, anything over 20 years old is like, sorry. Yeah. yeah. You know. Who would want that? No. So, but would they you don't could... even look good in a garage. <laughs> no. No, well, they're probably trying to take them down wouldn't even, you know, they probably disintegrate on the way down. Yeah, that's so firewood. Could... That's for a fireplace. Exactly. Yeah. So, or, and or, that's a no burn day. Yeah. Or the, or the, for, <laughs> or the 40 yard container. Yeah. That's there it. You go. That's it. You know, yeah. and put them in there. So, those are things that you need to to think about. So, we could probably take the appliances out 
and redesign your kitchen mm-hmm. and then put new cabinets in. And um, okay, now we're going to ask Blake because he's we're going to we're going to see the average homeowner what they think about. Okay, if you were going to do a kitchen remodel in your home, mm-hmm. and let's just say it's an average kitchen, I've never seen it, but let's just say it's not small, it's not too big, it's average. Okay. How much do you think it would cost for new cabinets and countertops in your kitchen? Okay, just cabinets and countertops. Just right? cabinets. Yeah, forget about the appliances. Okay, do I want a marble uh, countertop? Of course. Okay. Yeah, of, of course. course. You want granite or you granite, granite marble. or quartz? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I have an average size, like you said, Stephen. So I'm going to say I bet I could get out of there for five grand. How much? Five. Five. Yeah. Five might make part of my deposit. <laughs> you gotta be, you gotta be kidding yeah. me! How, right, much? how much? We're gonna educate you. Blade forgot about the, the big fat check. You forgot about that big fat check for that contractor. Rats. Okay. All right. When we come back, we're gonna talk a little more about Blade's misconception about your kitchen remodel. Big trouble. Don't go away. We'll be right back. If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1440. Or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15. And you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we're here. Homer's excited, and we're talking about, yeah, because he's excited because he's going to hear exactly how much it costs for your kitchen remodel. Okay, so. Think about this, okay? All right, 
Blake, let me ask you a question because I'm going to tell you. I'm going to. I'm. I'm, I'm sure this story is going to be real, be able to be told many years to come. Okay, how did you arrive at five thousand dollars for a kitchen remodel? <laughs> I, I, I'm just curious. I'm just curious because, it, for all I know, it could be the same reason that other lady had told me once that she only had six thousand dollars for her, her bathroom remodel. But elaborate on that for me. Oh, five thousand dollars. Well, yeah, tell me. Tell okay. me how did you arrive at that figure? Well, I got wood. It's wood. It's made from wood. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 you know, uh, and it's an error. <laughs> Hayden, shut up. And, and, and I didn't say it it's only got <laughs> limited cabinet space. Okay. You know, six little cabinets up top. Okay. okay. Seven. Oh, with a slot okay. with open and slam okay. shut doors, you know, and. Uh, <laughs> open and slam shut doors. You know, you, you pull them open and. Uh, they have things now that, that you may not have know about, but they do have stuff that's called soft close. That's right. That where you just push it in the and it just goes in by itself by the when you touch it. I see. And it and it goes fast and when it gets really close it just slows up and it slows and stops. I don't need any Soft of that clothes, stuff. Okay? The drawers and okay. the doors. They yeah. both do okay. that. All really? right, so let me let me enlighten you. Okay, you ready? Jetson stuff. Uh, no, it's not. It's okay. not Jetson it's been stuff. Around for God, over That's 10 like years. trying to tell me warp drive will never happen. <laughs> well, uh, you know, give I, me a break. I'm here. learning. I'm learning. Okay. okay so. All right, so anyway, so uh, an average kitchen, and I've and you know, we've done this before. Average kitchen, and this is bare bones, nothing elaborate on cabinets and stuff. You could easily spend twenty five thousand dollars on a kitchen remodel mm-hmm. with no with no appliances. That's not even the floor. You know what you mean? Keeping the same appliances? Well, you could keep the same appliances, and you could even keep the same design. Even if you wanted to change, here's the thing, though. The more that you change, the more it's going to cost you. Because if you decide to rearrange your kitchen, therefore there are other things that need to be yeah, addressed. Now, sure. in your particular situation, it could even if you kept the same design. Okay, we're hoping that the all the electric that is existing is, is up to speed is up to speed with the appliances, and they just didn't plug new appliances into your old system. Yeah, because, because each appliance you need twenty amps and twenty amps right. and twenty amps. And then like, you need GFCI, and then you need. Right. Well, what would it? What would my electric be if they put it together in 1983? How many? 83. You'd only have probably two 20 amps. And you, yeah, you probably you wouldn't have oh. you like you wouldn't have probably wouldn't have um, dedicated circuits for like your fridge or your microwave. That's right. Which is mandatory now. That's code. Oh boy. You've got to have dedicated circuits. A 20 amp just for the microwave. Yeah. Wow. Do you suppose it has that? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, probably yeah. 1983. Let me walk out and take a look at your panel. So you tell you in a second. <laughs> I know that. Out. So what you're saying is you have to get the electrical really. Well, you got it. Well, like when we go in and do a remodel, I go back in there and they decide to do this. I always tell people it's just like, okay, well, what do you want to do? And if you are going to put new appliances, the new appliances require, you know, upgraded upgraded electrical, electrical system. So you'd have to go back and we have yeah. to come back in there and evaluate what you have and then decide. Okay, well, he wants to put this in. Then we have to say, okay, this is this is what we need to do to change your electric. So there's going to be there's going to be electrical work, and if there's you know, electrical add work, a, add at least two to three circuits. Yeah, there's, if there's electrical work, there's going to be drywall work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you're going to be moving the switch somehow. Yeah, you're going to have to end up moving two switches. I don't know why, but every electrical, every kitchen job is you always end up moving two switches. I don't know what the, <laughs> it just uh, turns yeah, out it, that it way. Just, it just two switches always have to be moved. <laughs> yeah. Just like a friend's house where you know they had new garage doors done by Tom. I walked in the kitchen and they knocked down the wall for Christmas Day, and there hangs the wires for the switches. 
the switches are missing, and she keeps going. Oh, I forgot my lights don't work. I don't have any switches. So you got to knock going, down the uh, you got to knock down the wall first of all. Well, yeah. if, well, depending if on if you want well, that open concept. Yeah. Well, depending on what you have, like you know, if you want to open the wall up and have an open concept, yes, then there's going to be electric move because you got to relocate the switches. Okay, well, where are you going to put them? Well, we don't need no stinking switches. Well, you have to figure <laughs> out where you, where what you have left and what's convenient because you don't want to. Wind up walking in and have it in a in a stupid place that doesn't seem like it's logical. Or hanging well, midair. Well, why not leave them in the same place if well, I'm not going to move the appliance? Did you have well, to leave them hanging midair? Well, if the wall stays, you could be okay. But if you move a wall and there's switches there or outlets, then you've got to make a decision. You got to move them. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we've got one that we're going to be doing here shortly. We're going to be doing demo in about another week or so. That the wall's got to come down. We had to make a decision on where the switches are going. Okay, so so. Just the switches alone and the new wall were up to ten grand already, right? The, well, no, I didn't say. Well, electric, you know, electric could be a couple thousand dollars depending on what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends how many home runs and, we have to have. Yeah, for I the mean, 20 you know, ampers. but I could tell you, probably uh, an average price for like a twenty amp circuit for your microwave is probably around five hundred bucks. And what? How old did you say the house was? It's thirty-five years old. So there's a good chance we'll have to upgrade the panel. Yeah, and then the other thing too is that we. He, Why the, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, depending on what you have and if you are going to be adding other stuff, like you have other future plans, yeah. that's why I always ask. That, just... I, I always ask, I said, look, if you're going to do the kitchen, are you going to do anything else? Because if you are, now's the time to consider yeah. Let's doing just the get panel it done. Yeah. and just get it done mm-hmm. because it's it's going to save you hassle. It's cheaper now than 10 months from now. Exactly. Well, now, yeah. in, in, now, depending on the area of home that you live in or a town that you live in, it's possible that you could have aluminum wiring in your home. Oh, Sun City. Yeah, and that could be <laughs> oh, that Sun could City. be that could oh. be something to consider because any new work done in today's codes has to be done in copper. That's right. So I always like to use the analogy and here we go again. Copper's proper. No, no, we've got to use the analogy. They actually have to use they used to use a a uh, almost like uh it looks like Vaseline. It's an oxide. That it, it used to be able to put on both the wires, the copper wire and the aluminum wire. Mm-hmm. And when you wire them together, that keeps the two metals, because they're two dissimilar metals that react with each other that could cause a fire if you don't use it. Yeah, the paste. So, so you got to yeah. be careful. But then they came out with, the, with a much better way. And it, I like to use the Star Trek analogy of the Romulan neutral zone, where, okay, you've got... The aluminum wires on one side, and you got the copper wires on the other side, and you got this zone Pigtail in the middle in between, yeah. that you, you neither side can't can go in. But when you you stick both wires into the neutral zone, the neutral zone acts like a block of neutrality where mm-hmm. you can put them all in, and that in, where the wires won't interact or cause a fire, which is much better than that. Vaseline type material, which is oh. still usable, you could still use but it. But it gets dried out. But it's better. It's and, yeah. the the code, uh, you know, always tells you use the upgraded, the much upgraded mm-hmm. piece, which that that neutral block will actually work really well. Mm-hmm. So we may have to go back and take an evaluation of of if you have aluminum wiring. So that's yeah. and that's something that used to be used in a lot of those old John F. Long homes. And then out there in Sun City, phase yep. two. Yeah, I mean they <laughs> they used aluminum wires. Sorry, too many years of inspections. I know where the where the stuff is hidden. And then some of the there's a whole bunch of what they used to call um, Gemini homes that were put up that had the aluminum wiring in them in the North Valley. So yeah, there's a lot of it out there that uh, Kaiser Aluminum 
was able to get through into the system, but what are the just, chances an 83, 1983 home has? That's the zone. It ain't got no copper in it. Ain't no yeah. way. Well, well is it possible? There's a good chance it depends the only on the copper, The only copper you could have in your home in a 1983 home that you, I think you'd probably be safe to bet on is plumbing. Because there was no pecs back in, but they in, had the gray poly. Oh, but the gray poly. Well, gray poly yeah, was out. the gray poly was the line between the street and your house. Which and a lot of inside the Gemini's and a lot of those others, they actually had the gray poly with with the uh, defective uh, connections. Yeah, I mean that's that led to a lot of hmm. water damages and a lot of lawsuits. No, a lot of lawsuits and a lot of work for that contractor to get that big fat check. So where's mm-hmm. most of the money going when I want to redo my kitchen? Is it cleaning it out? No. No, it's demos easy. It and demo demos not that expensive. The expensive part of your of your kitchen is your kitchen cabinets and your countertop when you put granite or quartz in. Uh-huh. Because or some other man-made substance mm-hmm. for your countertops. But the cabinets are the bulk of your cost because those things have to be fabricated to fit your design and then they have to be installed. And then obviously there's other things that need to be done. You just don't take boxes and throw them up on the wall and then slap the doors and the drawers yeah. in. And then, You've and got then, crown and to, molding. And then You've try got, to buy some off type of countertop stuff to try to yeah. fit on top of it. Mm-hmm. That yeah. just doesn't lie. I've heard Steve through the years have a client saying, well, I got this here and that there. Put it all together for me. And I can hear Steve going, oh, this hurts. This hurts so bad. Yeah, it hurts so bad. That's right. <laughs> you know, but uh, again, it's stuff that you you've got to you've got to don't throw this. I tell people all the time: don't throw your money at something that's going to be less than what your expectations is or your desires are in your home. You're just wasting your money. If you have to wait, wait, save up for it. Get an equity loan. Borrow the money from a family member or someone. Okay, so that you can get what you expect and want and desire for your home if you're going to stay in it. And then it's so much easier from a mental standpoint. And this is the this is why I always say a contractor has to be a psychologist at the same time. <laughs> Where you turn around and if if somebody does that and they've got exactly what they want and they walk into that kitchen every day and they love what they see. They've made their okay, kitchen great again. And they've made their kitchen. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> We've made your kitchen great again. <laughs> and that's what we're going to try and do with a lot of homes here coming spring. You're going to make our remodels. homes great again. All right. So when we come back, we're going to be talking with Ernie Marion from Keiko Roofing. And check out and see what's been leaking in his neighborhood. So Ooh. don't go away. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies 3 Valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. 
No one really wants to be working outside when the weather gets cold, but did you know that there are some jobs that shouldn't be done below a certain temperature? I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about when it's too cold to paint right after this. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tiled backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. If you're looking for an excuse not to paint, then the weather might just provide it. It's common sense that you shouldn't paint outside in the rain, but did you know that if the temperature is too high or low, it can cause the paint not to bind together properly, which can lead to cracking and peeling. The maximum and minimum recommended temperatures for exterior paint varies depending on the specific brand and whether you use oil or latex, but a general rule of thumb is that oil-based paint can be applied when the temperatures are between 40 and 90 degrees Fahrenheit and latex between 50 and 85 degrees Fahrenheit. The best drying will occur when the relative humidity is between 40 and 70%. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. Who's singing that song again? Um, don't gotcha. Even, you got me again. Gotcha. Got me. I know who it is, but I can't remember off the top of my head. You hit me with a senior quickie, moment. With a quickie. Yeah, it was a senior moment. <laughs> it's not Beyonce, isn't it? No, it's no. not Beyonce. No, 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 no. Well, I'll it. tell you. I'll tell you in a few minutes. I, it'll come back to me. You know what? Ernie book? knows. Er, yeah, right. Ernie knows. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Who is that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I thought, yeah, Beyonce sounded great, but. Uh, no, I'm not sure who that is. No, I'll go back. I'll I'll think of it. I remember. You know, we, that was one some of the founding music for Image Home Improvement Live way back in 2005. Well, that when was we started the Cenozoic era. Was that <laughs> when the show? Uh, that's Jesus, when, this, when the know, show started. That's when we used to sit there and tap on rocks. That's right. Yeah, and that sent signals through the stone and the ground that way. Oh, and right. that's how they got their crabs open, like that one uh, oh. restaurant that's got dirty dining. Oh, they use oh, real rocks God. on a riverbed. Okay. okay. Well, I have to admit, it is a great uh, song for home improvement. It Let's is. see, there you go. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. And as we were talking about... Uh, at the top of the hour, a uh, little bit about the weather and, you know, the sun's starting to break through again. But, you know, there are there's water everywhere in the valley all over the place. And it's been raining. And I know every time I kid Ernie, every time we, I see rain coming because I know that the leaks are going to be happening. And it's not meant to put anybody down or wish anybody any bad luck. But you want to know something? It's like, Ernie, it's one of those things that people just, it's out of sight, out of mind. You know, they, they forget about what's going on in their roof. And then, you know, you or I are, uh, come along or Dan and we find these roofs that look like they haven't been touched 
in years. They've got granules laying on the ground from or the they, shingles. Or and, they have baby baby pools up in the attic to catch the water. Oh, yeah. I've seen that before. That's just yeah, at no extra cost to the, to the buyer. That's ridiculous. Well, we're getting quite a flow this winter with the rain. Uh, I've been here for 30 years, and uh, this has been quite a winter with yeah. the rain coming down. I call them gully gushers. Gully gushers, yeah. And, you know, it's uh, a lot of homeowners don't even realize they have an issue or a problem on their roof until it comes dripping in somewhere. So we always recommend at Keiko Roofing to, after a downpour, just periodically go through the house, uh, look in the ceilings, overhangs, uh, a lot of overhangs uh, on the outside of the house. Uh, if you have a wood frame, uh, a lot of times the fascia boards can be rotting out, or you may notice some uh, rotted plywood along the eaves and overhangs. So even though it may not come inside the house, a lot of these leaks end up along the eaves and overhangs. So uh, mm-hmm. if you have an issue along the fascia boards and exterior of the house, uh, you know, not being smart, but of course water runs down. You know, you could have a leak above on the in the middle of the roof, and it all ends up down at the eaves and overhangs. So it could zigzag all over the place. Yeah, go through and check out inside the house, and uh, you know, look for any ceiling stains, or and then uh, as soon as you notice you got a problem, recommend to call Keiko Roofing Systems, and we'll come out and give you a free estimate and a free evaluation. Yeah, because because most you know, in my years of doing the inspections, where you see the leak in the in the inside of the house is probably feet or over halfway across the house from where it started. Mm-hmm. It's never oh. exactly, you know, drip straight down. Never well, works I've that easy. Leaks, uh, you know, I've chased leaks on flat roof. Heck, if you run along a beam or uh, run along a wall and uh, yeah. 30 and then, feet away from uh, coming inside the building because, you know, flat roofs, it may take a hole or a penetration to where you may notice it around a skylight. Or around a window that'll channel across, and it's not even the roof's fault. Why anybody would have a flat roof is beyond me. Why wouldn't you just have a peach roof at all times? Well, it's a common uh, construction here. There's nothing wrong with a flat roof as long as you get a good roof up there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's uh, at least expensive to build. You don't have to build the frame and the pitch and the rafters and add a lot of extra structure. Yeah, and, for the you know, pitch. Out here in yeah. the Southwest, it's a pretty, you know, common look, too. You get the adobe, southwestern look. Uh, you know, Ernie, of- back east, that, that, you're right, and that's what's great about it, but back east, on the flat roofs, you have all these trees, right? And there's not a whole lot of trees out here. No tree country is what I call it. You have all these trees, and so and then you have this inclement weather like rain and snow and all that kind of stuff, and the puddles and the bulk that it can build up on a flat roof. You know, sometimes people don't pay attention. You cave your roof right in, that stuff. Oh, I've seen whole, you know, ceilings collapse. Yeah. <laughs> you don't I actually have a collection of pictures. Uh, you know, that, that's the thing, again, you know, out of sight, out of mind. You forget about the roof up there until it comes pouring in. But especially flat, flat roofs with leaves. If you have a lot of trees mm-hmm. surrounding the home, it's a good idea to periodically, I even recommend every two, three months, uh, to, if you have a, uh, a lot of landscapers don't like to get up and deal with heights, but uh, you may ask your landscaper or, or if you're a homeowner, be very careful going up the ladder uh, and, you know, periodically clean leaves. Just and take a leaf blower. Yeah. Take a leaf blower. Drains and scuffler areas where it runs through the walls. 
and, and what happens, those those get plugged up, and then the water can't flow off the roof, and it ends up building up like a bathtub, and then you get, you know, ceilings collapsing. Yeah, Ernie, in my, in my years, I've got a whole collection of pictures of different things that have built up and then started growing in that mulch that builds up. Yeah. I've, had a, I've got everything from cacti to trees to palm trees to fig palms. I've got a, I've got pictures of everything. And it starts growing on itself, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah, we see a lot of gardens up on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> a roof garden, <laughs> there you go. Friendly, yeah. A lot of garden on the roof. Okay. <laughs> going green. All right. Eagle. All right, that's it. called eagle roofs. There you go. That's a hell of a way to go green. And, it's you know, I could see some of those on skyscrapers in New York City because you want to have a little bit of grass and some nature. But, no, not not here. No, You can have that on the ground. You don't need to put it on your roof, especially when it screws up your scuffers and your drains. And before you know it, leaks happen. And then you're sitting there watching the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden the ceiling collapses and all the water comes in. You don't want to have that. You don't. You want yeah. to watch your Steelers win the Super Bowl in peace. Oh, all right. oh. oh boy. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today. 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are back, and you are tuned in to Image Home Improvement Live, and uh, we're just trying to, you know, we're up here on top of the uh, Star Worldwide Network's Palacious Studios here, sixth floor overlooking beautiful downtown Scottsdale, and the sun has finally broken through, Ernie. It looks like those roofs are going to start to dry out a little bit. I don't know. Rain, rain, go away. Let us do some roofs today. Hey, there you right. go. I like that. All right, Ernie. Ernie's well, you know, he's a poet. He doesn't know what it. happens. You know, we get the we get the slow flow of rain, and gosh, we just can't get any work done. Well, well, you know, I know. It's like, well, what do you do? You just got to wait and, and evaluate. And you know, these you know, as we tell people, you know, you know, you don't always need to wait till. 
the the eleventh, the twelfth hour, as they say, because and and oh my God, what am I going to do now? It's the same thing like we do when it starts. You know, it starts getting warm. We tell everybody, make sure you get your air conditioning unit checked now before it gets to be 115 and our friend is burning up in the field. I mean, come on. Get it now. Get it done now. Now, this is wintertime, and you should be able to make sure if you've ever had roof problems before or you think your roof is, you know, 10 years old or better, then you should turn around and actually give Ernie a call and we'll come out and take a look at it. the estimates free will evaluate your roof and say, hey, this is what we can do. Now, Ernie, um, correct me if I'm wrong. There are other options that you could use. If somebody doesn't have the funding for a new roof, uh, Keiko offers uh, financing. Yes. yes, we have a program with a year, same as cash. And then we also have a 60-month program. And it's an excellent line of credit for home improvement loans for homeowners that uh, – Want to stretch the payment out and uh, make it a little less uh, damage to their pocketbuck, you know, <laughs> yeah. so, they get the, so they can get the roof going. Yeah, and and again, you know, with some of the things that happen, especially around this time a year, you know, if it, somebody we talked a little bit about the top of the show uh, about switching out underlayment because if you know tile roofs. The, the tiles are meant for like 50 years or better, but the underlayment isn't isn't going to last just anywhere near that long. But yes, yeah, so if, if your home's 15 to 20 years old and you have a tile roof, I highly recommend to have Keiko Roofing Systems come out and do an evaluation. Uh, a lot of homes built before 2001 or even now, are, they're still using a organic, typical, what we call 30-pound felt. Now, mm-hmm. organic... It's kind of like cardboard or paper saturated with asphalt. And what happens throughout the years, that underlayment wants to start to curl up, dry, rot, and deteriorate. You get splits in it and cracks in it. And then on a driving, blowing rain, it's now a new code to install what we call hip and ridge enclosures along the peaks and ridges of the home, stopping any water from blowing underneath that tile. So... Throughout the years of the water getting under the tile or under the system, you know, the felt paper starts to fail, and then you get a leak inside the home. So at Tyco, we use what we call SBS. Now, SBS technically is styrene, bitumen styrene, which is basically rubberized asphalt. So what's good about the SBS, it doesn't curl, rot, and deteriorate. And then instead of having a organic filler, it has a fiberglass mat. And what's good about fiberglass is that it stays intact. It doesn't fall apart and disintegrate like your organic felt paper. So a lot of tile roofs out there, a lot of uh, leaky tile roofs going back to the initial construction. And about 15, 20 years, heck, I've seen homes were 10, 12 years old where it's starting to fail. So Yeah, some of the times when I was doing the 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 roofing and I would lift up some of the tile, Ernie. It's those different shades of gray, and I'm not talking about that uh, sexy book either. <laughs> when that organic <laughs> stuff starts to fade, it turns gray, you know, it's over. It's not sexy. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's- yeah, Dan, there's just so many, there's so many, and Steve, there's so many houses out there that uh, uh, same thing, out of sight, out of mind, you think everything's fine, and you think, oh, I've got a tile roof, and it's... Uh, Sometimes misunderstood that you know homeowners want tile and they think tile lasts forever. 
And, you know, nowadays it does have a lifetime warranty on the towel itself. But as Monty used to say, it's the underbelly Mm -hmm. uh, is what is really your waterproof system underneath of that tile. Yeah, it's the membrane that's actually underneath the tile that actually keeps your house dry. That's correct. And I'd say 80, 85% of the moisture is, you know, ricocheted on top of the tile, as you want to say. Mm Mm-hmm. On a driving, blowing rain, a lot of uh, water uh, will, uh, the, the majority, the remaining of the water will get underneath the system. And, and uh, you don't realize, I pull up a lot of tile and look at the underlayment, how much water stain and how much water does actually get underneath of that tile. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, since, you know, I pop up in the attics, I get a real good idea how much has been driven through. You can see it at the valleys. You can see it at places you wouldn't think you would see it. And if they've driven those really nice long spikes through for the tiles that didn't want to work, <laughs> you've got a you've got a, a nice. I hate drip those. Area that, I hate those. I actually impaled myself on one of those, not seeing it coming on my head one time. Oh, you got, oh, you've got to be careful. Oh, yeah. that hurt. Uh, yeah. you know, I actually had to pull myself off the nail. That's why I learned. I learned because oh, that, because that, that, of low yeah. clearance, low <laughs> clearance, and and lack of insulation at the top <laughs> of my head. Uh, we actually need to make sure you got to go up there. You have to go up there with at least something on your head. Just to what be careful, you could scrape a nail or something like that, and you know, sets in. It'll, it'll ruin your day, especially but, if you've got to do TV after that. doesn't look good. You definitely want to put a, hat, a couple extra hats on or a helmet on, and you don't realize when you get inside that attic to, oh, yeah. you know, how many nails do penetrate through the... And you wonder why they were using such four-foot-long spikes. You know, it's like, what is well, they, with this, you know? Well, they usually put on with the, the, the trim pieces where they'll right. need, I call them straw nails, uh-huh. six-inch nail, and they need a longer nail to penetrate through the lumber. Actually, code tells you um, most substrates and plywood and planked boards, they tell you to penetrate the wood. You do have... Yeah. More, uh, it's less susceptible for uplift if you have the fastener go all the way through the wood, uh, basically, instead of, uh, you know, just going halfway through the wood to where it's less easier to, to for uplift for wind loads. Well, see, I always look for just a little bit of peek out, you know, for the, for the nails to come through for a good job. You know, just not a whole bunch, just a little bit. And that way I know it was set into that wood just right. You know, I've seen a lot of cathedral ceilings out there that you don't realize. Uh, mm-hmm. With plain to one by eight tongue and groove boards or shiplap, okay. where actually the plywood plank boards is the actual inside ceiling. So you got to watch that you don't uh, penetrate through and have holes all inside the homeowner's house coming through the lumber, which can be, you know, awkward. Disaster. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know, and then here's the other thing. Here's another thing you got to be careful of too. Don't forget, you know, uh, and Ernie, I, I, this is something that you and I have talked a lot about, about that about that house down in Tucson. You know, if you if you raise if you have a flat roof and you raise the ceiling, so to speak, and you have open beam concept in certain areas, whatever insulation you do have in there, you got to be careful of because if you you know, change beams or do stuff like that, you're going to have nail holes coming down from when they decided to re-anchor the roof to the new beams and stuff like that. Yeah. So you've got to make sure that whatever you do, 
it, it's always good to be able to go back and say, hey, if the roof is that bad, go back and think about recoding the roof so that this way it'll be solid. And you, not only that, you don't have to go back up there. If Dan went up to look at this one that we're talking about, he would look at it and say, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> what, what, what happened here? Because it, there was so much work done on it. It's like, how could you go out and actively – uh, tell a prospective homeowner, well, it may not leak, but how old is the roof? Because you can't tell just because you put a coating over the whole entire roof doesn't mean that the roof is is good. And I think one yeah. of the things that would be important for anybody with um, not just say that house, but a lot of uh, houses to actually get have Dan come out and do an infrared reading just to oh, yeah. see. What's going on from an insulation standpoint? And see how many places we have ponding. Yeah, ponding, <laughs> and then put put the put the insulation issue together with the leak issue or the the age of the roof, and and do something that's going to solve both problems at one time and be able to make the house more sellable. That's my favorite is to do a roof that has has some past ponding, the moisture still in between the membrane layers. And I use the infrared, identify it, and then use my moisture meter to re-verify it. I always re-verify the moisture meter because if it's going to be that big, it's going to show some numbers on a moisture meter when you're on passive, not pinned. And that's what I always do is I don't pin that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. Well, there's a lot of, you know, the Elastomerica, the coating is really not a waterproofer. It's more of a preservant. It may, you know, shed some of the moisture, but uh, the, the... Last America, a coating that you coat a roof with is only as good as the roof itself. That's so right. That's right. Built-up roof, built-up being multiple layers of material put with, put down with asphalt, which is pretty common. Uh, they'll nail a base sheet down. So when they nail the base sheet initially, that's where you're mm-hmm. going to see holes or fasteners come through the ceiling or the through the substrate. Uh, but we recommend to uh, you could either. We specialize in urethane foam, which is ideal for this climate. That's good stuff. Because what's good about foam, it's one continuous roof. There's no seams. There's no plies. Mm -hmm. It's all straight applied. You get a continuous system. You can go up the parapet walls with it. Go Um, around the roof penetrations, the sewer, the vents, all that stuff. Penetration seals all that up. Uh, we got to apply a little extra foam in lower areas to minimize ponding water. Uh, mm-hmm. We can offer a tapered system, which would be to eliminate any ponding water up there or water that lies on the roof. Uh, in this region, it's just such a better system than the old typical built-up or what we call single-ply rubber roofs. Mm-hmm. See a lot of rubber roofs fail. The uh, laps aren't fused correctly. Uh, the roof is uh, 10, 12 years old and starting to fail in, in this region. Built up, or you know, there's no worse enemy to asphalt than the sunshine, and there's yeah. a lot of roofs that can actually prematurely fail due to the extreme heat we have and the sunshine 300 days out of the year. Yeah, here. we don't need a torch down, we've just got the sun all the time. Yeah, the torch <laughs> down is it's if it's put on right, but you know, it doesn't have any insulation factor unless mm-hmm. you put a or have an insulation board uh, that's down first before you put the torch down or the rubber roof on. Exactly. But if you look at a piece of rubber, I mean, gosh, it's not that thick at all. So that's yeah. what's good about foam. An, an average of an inch, and you get an insulation value 
typically about an R value of R7 insulation factor on an inch, or you can do two inch and double it, or three inch and so on and so on. And then your color of the material itself helps the reflective factor and actually helps that R actually get a little of a leg up, you know? Yeah, and then we coat the foam roof with the elastomeric. We use Protect coatings. Uh, actually, a local distributor here, manufacturer coating. And mm-hmm. uh, the coating is what preserves the foam. Foam will last you for 35 years plus. You just got to touch it up periodically. And I see a lot of trades or other trades out there that, oh, you don't want foam roof. You got to coat it every two years. And and that's not the, really the case. Uh, typically, at, at five years or 10 years, you want to coat that roof and monitor uh, depending on the amount of coatings that are put on from the initial application, uh, that roof will be a permanent fixture to your home, and it's going to pay you back because of the insulation factor also. Yeah, it's just, you know, it just needs TLC. and just needs to be watched and yeah. taken care of. And then the only yeah. thing that I would strongly suggest that anybody does, because we have a foam roof on our detached garage out at the Dubell Compound, that the woodpeckers decide that they love to woodpeck the corners of the roof. So, you know, every month or two, or so, I will go up on the roof just just to take a look to see if woodpeckers have been up there deciding to uh, invade my roof. And, <laughs> and and we just obviously, if they've if they've made holes down through the foam, they, you have special, special caulking material to Fillers, actually fill yeah. the voids up. And and ward them away, and not only that, you know, I'm, when I repainted the exterior, not only did I find a couple up there during the Christmas holidays, I actually found they, Ernie, they actually pecked the top of the foam, but then they must have hung over the side or did something because they pecked the stucco, and they yeah, pecked uh, through the stucco through the foam right yeah. down to the right down to the the. Uh, Chicken wire. What is the nutritional value? Garage roof, and uh, you know you've got, and that's one thing about foam roofs. A lot of home, oh, the birds peck it, or somebody or an amp doesn't apply urethane foam. Oh, you don't want that stuff. The birds peck it. Well, as you know, it's very easily repaired with high grade caulking or super putty. And I've yet to see a bird uh, peck all the way through a foam roof and create a roof leak. But in your situation, yeah, you've got quite a woodpecker issue over there. Uh, where your whole garage is all perimeter eaves, but it's so easily repaired, as you know. It's you, you take a, a, a compatible high-grade caulking, or uh, we have a trellable putty that we use. You fill it in, you dab it, and you repair it. It's easily repaired. It's there. You see it. It's not like you're chasing anything, or if it ever did leak, it's so easy to find. You can see it. You fix it. Easily repaired. Hey, b- <clears throat> Ernie, before you go. Um... All you guys. And, and, tile roofing. Now, I've got these shingle things on top of my home. It's an older home, and it's, I don't know what it's called, and it, but it, it feels like a, it's a sandpaper-looking thing. Probably asphalt. Asphalt, 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 asphalt tab shingle, yeah. Asphalt tab shingle. Or just yeah. asphalt shingle, yeah. <clears throat> I see. So I've got a tree growing up top in the backyard, and its, it's leaves and branches are kind of overflowing on top of the home. Mm-hmm. So is, is that one thing you got to worry about that oh, home? Cut and, that back, yeah. Especially in the valley areas, you want to keep the leaves blown off. You know, you can get enough accumulation of leaves that actually it can back up the moisture, mm-hmm. uh, depending on the slope, too, if you got a lower slope roof. Uh, I'm worried about it growing into the roof. 
Oh, yeah. Well, you have a palm tree or what kind of tree? No, no, no. It's got those glossy green leaves on it, and there's this Fica? Leap, leaping, weeping, you know, branches on it. And it's, it, believe me, it's just just keep I'll it trimmed us. away from the house. I you know? Keep, uh, yeah, trim, keep the home uh, trimmed away from that. Yeah, you know, there. it's just maintenance. You want to get up there periodically, be careful, and just take a blower and blow the leaves off. Keep it, keep yeah. the roof cleaned. Okay. So what you call it again, asphalt what? Asphalt composition shingle. Okay, okay. Asphalt typically, depending on, is there a 20-year, what we call three-tab shingle, is there a 25-year, what we call three-tab. And then the laminates or the architectural shingles are becoming the most popular now. Mm-hmm. They're a 30-year shingle, uh, and depending on the initial application, if they're put on right, they're going the distance because back to the mat, they are a fiberglass mat in the center, not an organic mat. So laminates are becoming the most norm in asphalt shingles out there in the industry. Hmm. That's, That's amazing. That's, That's good amazing. Stuff, yeah. Ernie, how can our listeners contact you? We'll call Kaiko Roofing Systems at 602-944-4600. We'll have one of our estimators come out and give you a free evaluation and free roof checkup and uh, no obligation quote. Where did Kaiko come from, the name? Kaiko came from one of the owners of the company, O.B. Hopper. Uh, when O.B. came over to Kaiko when we started back in 94, uh, his, their his wife, their first two sons' names were Kyle and Cole. So it, it was named after Kyle and Cole, after O.B. Hopper's sons. See, there you go. It's Image Home Improvement University. Look at that. Information flowing left and right. You can't stop it. That's right. Yeah, that's got quite a ring to it. Kaiko. It does. It does. It's it very, remember, very so, memorable. Kiko, I have one homeowner. She's, she continues to call us Geico, and I just let her say it. <laughs> <laughs> Geico so many times. I said, no, ma'am, it's Kaiko. And she but, goes, yeah, when Geico comes out. and then But just, but just keep Kaiko. calling, right? And then uh, Kiko, Kiko, KYK, we get all kind of different. Uh, call us what you want, but keep calling. That's right. Call us what you want, but I tell you what, we do excellent work. Our crews are all certified applicators, very professional, straight, neat, done right. Uh, we set very high standards in the industry, and I tell you, we've got some of the best roofing applicators in, in this region. We, we got it down to a science. It takes quite a long time uh, for a roofing company to good, get a good name. Uh, I'm sure you may have heard, um, people may have said, we may have a bad reputation, you know, construction in the valley, and you hear about outfits having a bad reputation. And, you know, we we, we went through the growing pains. We went through all that uh, in 23 years of uh, getting it down to a science to where we've done so many roofs in the valley. Uh, we really have. We've gotten it down to a science. And uh, we, we do excellent work. That's and, all right. And Absolutely. your customer service and professionalism is down to a science also. And you guys are very good. That's right. And also, Ernie, I want to let everybody know, Keiko Roofing is our longest-running sponsor on Image Home Improvement Live, and we thank you every year for being right there, Ernie and Keiko and and Monty and everybody else. We really appreciate your support. And Ernie... Give, give him a round of applause. All That's right. Good. Yeah, all right. Ernie. Oh, thank you, guys. All right. Thank Ernie you. Marion, Keiko Roofing. Thank Ernie, you have yourself a great day, and uh, we'll keep an eye out for those leaks. More rains are coming. Yeah. Keep an eye on the
All Trickle right. down effect. All right. Have a, good, have a nice one, guys. All right, <laughs> Ernie. Take care. All right. Ernie Marion from Keiko Roofing. And when we come back, we've got more Image Home Improvement Live coming your way. Don't go away. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. The pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1440. Or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double White Network. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Yes. That's right. It's 2017, and as we say, we're going to make home improvement great again. 
That's right. That's right. <laughs> Blade, watch yourself there, buddy. So Just got too many wires. So going if on. we're making things great again, yes. Uh, what what is the most? What is you know? Is the kitchen or which room would be the best money back to upgrade first? I would do your kitchen. I would do your kitchen because if your kitchen, if you if you're and if you're doing the kitchen and you want to make it even better so that it's a, an area that's going to be able to be used like in conjunction with an expanded great room or living room, then mm-hmm. that's where you're going to spend most of your time. People hang out where the food is. Exactly. People, and, they, yeah. and you know, it's a great, it's <laughs> or a great. Or the beer. Or, or, or the mm, beer. Beer. Okay. beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, because obviously Dan's getting ready. You know, he wants that. See, now he's got the grass for the backyard. Okay. Now mm-hmm. he's got to worry. He's got the recliner so he can kick back and relax. Now he needs the big screen getting ready for the Cubs opening day. Hey, I've actually got an extra projector that I'll be able to project it up on, up on the back wall. I've got the back wall just about coated just right, where you can get a good view and it really shows. Okay. Shows up. All right. You know what we're going to have to do when when spring train before we get into our discussion about what Dan just asked us about. You know, the kitchen. We're going to get into some uh, countertops uh, discussions. But Dan, what we want to do is when in in March, okay, you and I are going to make we're going to make sure that we have a time to be able to go out to. Uh, see a Cubs spring training game, and we're going to take a picture of Dan right next to you know the 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 uh, this World Series trophy. Oh yeah! So that this way he'll have it, and he could frame it. You know, we could immortalize it in the studio. So and this I'm, way I'm gonna, be and here. I'm going to mount that and put it right next to my Ernie Banks. Uh, Cubs, do you remember uh, when for, we got that? Yes, do I do. That? Yes, I, I do. Remember. That was years ago. Yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah, that was. That was just a. Couple, that was just a few short years ago. That's right. And in March is going to be busy because uh, are we going to try for Comic Con? Oh yeah, but Comic Con's in June. Is it in June? June's a Comic Con. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I sure came fast last year. Yeah, it'll be here <laughs> before you know it. Maybe you can't go with Yoda again though. No, no, no. you have to go with somebody else. Mm. I'm actually going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to do different. I'm going to go with Dave Pratt. <laughs> you think I could do that, Blade? You could pull it off, I think. You think I could pull it off? And let him come as Yoda. Why don't you reverse them this year? <laughs> ah, no, yeah, Steve no. would be Yoda. Perfect. Yeah. Ahead. Look at that. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Anyway, all right. Uh, Ari is, uh, Ari is like, Ari's what, 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 what are you guys? What is going on? Yeah. This see. is not my expertise. I, yeah, I know. I figured that. All right. All right. Let's get, we want to welcome Ari from Papagno's Marvel and Granite here. Ari, thank you so much for coming in today. And, you know, you actually probably got to drive in while the sun was out. It's beautiful today. I really appreciate the sun because yesterday was a terrible, oh, cold, oh, absolutely, icky. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's been that kind of way for days now, you know. But at least the sun's out. Maybe we'll catch a little bit of break because the flood washes were running last night. I'm telling you, it was it was nasty. It was nasty. We didn't move here for no stinking weather like this. Yeah, oh, <laughs> but you know, we have to take a couple of. We we're only supposed to have. What do we have? Like. 351 or two days or something like something like we'll say 350 days of sun and then it's the other you know 60 65 that we don't you know we have to put up with stuff like this yeah, yeah which is a fill, small price to pay yeah you gotta fill up the aquifer so we have water to drink during the year that's right. right but the problem is people can't drive in the in the rain it's like it's Terrible when you. I'm like afraid how, right. for my life. Most of these people yeah. are not from here, not and they forget how rains. to drive in yes. the rain. Well, yes, and they'll just go hydroplane. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for. I haven't seen it yet. I'm waiting for the first stupid 
motorists to drive through yeah. for the dumb driver law to go through a wash and get stuck. Yeah, because oh, it's going to because yeah. it's going to happen. I mean, it happens every time. And the only thing, even even now, they don't think about it. It's going to cost me money if I go through this. Hello, hello, don't go through the wash. Yes, you've got a truck that's six six feet up over everybody's yeah. heads. Yeah. It still will. Just the tire flotation will just. Wash you away. I know. <laughs> anyway, all right, so let's get back and talk a little bit with Ari about, you know, we're talking about, you know, kitchens are probably the most uh, best place. It's the best place to put your money into when you're doing a remodel for your home. If you're going to start anywhere and, you know, we're, we were talking about Blade. Now, we're going to, we're going to, we're not going to pick on Blade today, but. Yes, you are. But maybe we are. Okay. <laughs> but we want to, you know. Ari, we were talking about Blade earlier about his kitchen and some of the other things that he would need to upgrade. Okay, so now, Ari, I want to now, Dan, check out the look on Ari's face when I say this because I know she's going to be surprised. Okay, we asked Blade this question earlier in the first hour. What do you think it would cost to do an average type kitchen upgrade? Just countertops and cabinets. And guess what he said? He probably said five thousand. Yes, he did. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what happened? Guess what happened? You guys laughed. We laughed. They're <laughs> like, okay, five thousand, and that's just. How did you come up with that figure? That's right. That's, that's not just, even the demo. And that's just the deposit <laughs> for my big fat check. No, seriously, but no, five thousand dollars. I mean, you could easily now. Now think about this. All right. You, couldn't he drop an easy five grand just on a countertop? Probably. Yeah. yeah. See? That, that would be maybe a two slab, you know. Yeah. One of those galley kitchens Small that's barely. Kitchen. You know, yeah. I call it a one butt kitchen because no people, no two people can't a, get by. A one butt kitchen. <laughs> yeah, because one person's standing there working at the sink, and another person can't get through. They made those galley. Boy, kitchens. I'm sure glad we don't have him making names up for for home improvement <laughs> scenarios. Boy, we'd be in deep trouble. That's right. Oh boy, I'll say the bad uh, words. I'm not, no, just remind me not to take you on a, a, a consultation. <laughs> anyway. So you know, an average cost for just like a standard like three slab kitchen would be about seven thousand six to seven just for the slabs no just slab and granite and then you you know if you pick expensive granite then you know then it it goes up from there okay one of the most expensive ones that ari's done for me was one that we did this past year and it's called seafoam which is seafoam green oh it is it's a beautiful piece of stone i gotta tell you very Mm -hmm. unique but Mucho dinero. And it, and it was over my customer's allotment. But when he looked at it, and we set those slabs aside, and he looked at them, and he just, I said, it's up to you. And, and they he, loved it. They and they loved, loved it. it. And then after a while, you know, when he got it all in, you know, in between, you know, this is what I'm saying. You have to, if you, the love of the material and the project sometimes uh-huh. overshadows your your wallet and if if you really Always really yeah. if you really want <laughs> it cost over that's why it's priced <laughs> that way this is why this is why if you're allowed to do it if you if you think you have the funding to make some upgrades then he made a great upgrade with the seafoam. It was really, really good. I mean when it was all said and done with the cabinets refinished and everything else it was it, it was great. Yeah, and I always tell people that, you know, you really look at the stone. That's why you look at it every day, um, and you just should love it. Otherwise, you're just 
spending all this money because you got to do, you know, cabinets and everything. And if you get something, you just, it's like, eh. Yeah. Then that, that's how you're going to feel about the whole thing. So it's a little bit like you look at it every single day. You, you know, cut on it, cook on it. So it's, you live on it. Right. And so I tell people you should look at it is. every day and say, oh, gosh, I love my granite. That's just. Now, how much, you know, doing these projects, should oh. people mentally set aside mentally for overrun? Just go ahead and figure what percentage, you know, I think I've got a number here. And then I get the, oh, we're in the middle of things. I want some more. What should people give, you know, like 10, 15, 20 percent? Should they try to give themselves for overrun? Um, I definitely, cause there's always unexpected expenses, mm-hmm. um, but I would say maybe a 20%. That makes I sense. would say it's too high and then hopefully it's less. <laughs> well, then, we, then we came in under budget. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you know, it's everything. Too high and up on, on budget. Or, you know, we do free estimates. So if you don't know what it's going to cost, we'd be happy to, I have people come back two years after we quoted their project and mm-hmm. they're like, yo, we saved up enough money now so we can afford, um, you know, the, the stone and, and everything. So, to have well, that, you, to have right. Cause you, people decide, kitchen. Hey, we're going to do our kitchen, but they have no idea what it's going to cost. So maybe it's smart to, you know plan for it and just get quotes ahead of time obviously you know it might go up and down a little bit but you have a a, a better idea of what the cost would be and then when they've given it time to kind of uh you know boil it over in your heads or just work it over a while right they'll come up with well we want a little bit more of this and a little less of that right and right. it becomes more finite with the happiness of the project right That's right. right. All right. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to have more countertop discussion with Ari from Papagnos, Marble and Granite. All right. right. Ari, this is for you from Blake. He wanted to play this for you. (laughs) Okay. You happy now? We need to play some tango. I'm from Argentina. There you go. All right. All right. We'll get some tango music next break. tango. Okay. All right. All right, when we come back, more Tango music from Play right here on Image Home Improvement Your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. If you've been putting off those plumbing repairs at home, let me remind everyone, small problems not repaired usually become larger, more expensive problems later on. With Lawson Family Plumbing, there's no job too small or too large, and the work is done right the first time, every time. They can handle problems such as broken garbage disposals, leaky faucets, water heater repair and replacements, water softener installations, slab leak repairs, and much more. Lawson Family Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 480-302-9928, or find them on the web, LawsonFamilyPlumbing.com. Remember, Lawson is awesome. 
Organization is a big deal in most areas of the home, but nowhere is it more important than the laundry room. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about how to get the most from yours right after this. Fall means cooler temperatures, beautiful colors, and long hours of raking leaves. Until now, introducing the new dual tine leaf rake from Ames. With a double row of tines and clog-free design, it rakes up to 45% faster than standard rakes, making leaf raking easier than ever. It even comes with a detachable hand rake for cleaning under shrubs and in tight spaces. The Ames dual tine leaf rake. Leaves hate it, you'll love it. Available now at the Home Depot and other fine retailers. The laundry room is one of the busiest areas in the home, and yet they're usually not that large, so here are a few tips to maximize their efficiency. Create a series of hamper-sized shelves or cubbies to make sorting clothes by color easier and more efficient. You can arrange them vertically or horizontally depending on your layout. You can never have too much shelving, so consider adding some up near the ceiling. A shelf that is flush with the tops of door casings can run all the way around the room and provide lots of extra storage, plus a handy place to mount a closet rod for hanging clothes. Tall, shallow shelving above or adjacent to the washing machine is also a good idea for detergent, bleach, and other laundry products. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. Is that tango music? Is that what you do? <laughs> I don't think so. I think no, we need a, no, that's, that's, we need a music lesson. That, that was cantina music. Cantina yeah. music. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Mariachi. That's a little bit too mariachi there. Is it? Okay. I'll work on that. <laughs> you work on that. Next time. I Next expect time. All right, some see good that? tango. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, when did tango come out, that music? When did tango come out? 40s. It was, it, it uh, was before the Paleolithic the era. Uh, late 1800s, early 1900s. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we should know that because that was probably, well, Dan McCain was probably born then. And then. Who? <laughs> uh, John McCain. John McCain. McCain. <laughs> Dan McCain. What's wrong with you? Santa's. <laughs> and then the Mesozoic era. Okay, I got you. Uh, okay, all right. Okay, yeah, all right. we just, we sit, we, he's all flustered because we told him that he was blown away with that $5,000 kitchen remodel. Flustered yeah, may yeah. be the word, but it ain't because of that. Flustered. I'll tell you what, if Melvin comes out and says he can do it for that, tell him to keep walking. Just keep walking. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. There's guys out there that will tell people, ah, we can knock that right out for five grand. Okay. No. So where are we? So so it's seven we're at seven grand for the for the cabinet. At, I mean for the countertops. For, for the countertops. At least, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's an average. At least. Yeah. At least. And now if I got if I wanted sea foam, I'm, we're up to ten. Probably. I don't e- know. Yeah, easy. 10 to 12. Yeah, I think. 10 to 12. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, what, then what? Then and then it all depends. Then you could you could you could you could increase that if you want if you have disposable income to and you could do some really finite. I love that term, disposable income. <laughs> you could have some. That's right. Well, we you can know, you got LED par- lighting. LED lighting. You could do special edging. You know, yeah. so maybe OG edging or something. Make it look really nice and you know elegant. Make uh-huh. it. Just make it stand out. You know, just think. Do what a we two and a quarter, like an upgrade edge, a thicker edge. Right. It looks really nice. We could no, come. I was looking at that yeah. nice picture you just showed us of that really beautiful piece of stone. Oh, yeah. yeah. How do you get the outlet in that thing? 
Um, it was very a, carefully. A, we pretty much designed the whole bar. It was designed around this onyx piece, so it was a little bit of um, you know good cabinet. So company, it was it was what it was, the, it was yeah. the one word that 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 people like Blade you know get really scared and taken aback by. It's uh-huh. where it's, it's called custom. <laughs> it's custom That's made. Right. That's it custom costs made. money. And I that, mean, that but, curve on that thing was but beautiful. But talk about a wow factor. Oh my God! Oh yeah, that's that is right just by the, the lady's house. Is on her by her entrance, and that she's like, I'm I'm waiting for this to be done so I can invite my whole family order over and have a party. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, that's just go. amazing. Well, we get we'll we'll get that posted up on our Facebook page because I definitely want to share that with our listeners because that picture is just stunning. I mean, if you ever thought of anything, and then obviously. You could go back and redesign anybody's island right. as mm-hmm. long as you have that. And you know the one good thing about it is, too, besides it being a wow factor, I mean, that's almost like that picture you wouldn't even want to put any stools in front of. No, I don't because think it's so, right? so, it's, it's, so beautiful. it's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. It's almost like a piece of artwork in your home, in yeah. your kitchen. That's right. Yeah. Just think yeah. what you could do with accenting that with, uh, you know, cabinets that, have a you know one thing I found that is going uh, that people are looking at now that I see a lot of pictures of especially on house and stuff is espresso cabinets with all kinds of different great looking granite and quartz with it to have a lot of movement and people seem to be tending to move towards darker espresso espresso cabinets again I don't know why you know maybe they're moving a it's little bit a away cycle. from the you know the graying of america now they're just going a little bit darker they're going to espresso so thank it's god not, it's not the white painted shit stuff oh please it's, that's been oh, like five, the last 5 years it's it's just been painted white gray yeah. shades of white shades of gray yeah, yeah. a, a yeah, lot but, of people were looking at you know white shaker style door cabinets and yeah. stuff like that but you know it's nothing saying it's wrong cuz white really never goes out of style but if you're going to do something custom in your home I want that island. That island yeah. is just fabulous looking. And we could see, I could yeah. see that in Blade's house. And I house. know, you know, like quartz is so popular right now, but I'll, I always look at this beautiful onyx and beautiful stone, and I'm like, there's nothing that compares to a beautiful piece of natural stone. I mean, it's just, you can't yeah. even design that in your head. No, you, I mean, no, no manufacturer, a man-made product mm-hmm. just doesn't have no. the characters but you know, it's funny. Stuff. It's funny when people turn around. There are some people, despite I mean, I am one that I love movement in in granite countertop. Uh-huh. But there are some people that they don't like it. They like something that's uniform. I don't know. Maybe they're still stuck on what they used to have when they used to have a formica top because it was all generic. Right. I, I don't know. And they just say, okay, well, I want stone. Or some people they're looking just to upgrade from. Uh, an old Formica cabinet to maybe, well, I don't want to go into quartz. Maybe just, can we just do a, like a generic cultured marble countertop? And it's just like, no, don't want to go <laughs> no. that way. If you're going to put money into something, okay, and you, you think about the value of your house, not just the point of, all right, I only have so much money. That's why I tell people, if you don't have the money to do the remodel you want to do, then wait. Put it in savings. Put it or get or <laughs> save for it or get get an equity loan or call Ari. Maybe she'll loan you some money. I don't know. You know, but no, seriously, you've got to be able to go back and and get what you want and be happy with the purchase. Otherwise, like you had said, Ari, when you look at it every day, mm-hmm. if you don't pick the one that you want, it's going to sound it's it's going to remind you of a bad thing of a bad and I have, I situation. Have customers, they call me. It's been three four years, and they. 
call me and they say, Ari, I'm so happy. I look at my ground every day and I just love it. And, you know, they just call me to thank me because I always tell them, you know, you have to get something you love. Forget about, you know, there is a point where you say, okay, but, you know, don't look at price as much as what you love because you're going to look at it every day. Yeah, that's right. You know, know, if you don't like what you're looking at, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. All right, so when you think about it, okay, what do you find people are, when they you come into your showroom? Are they are they do they have their set notions about what type of stone they want, or are they asking you for pros and cons? Or? I, I I feel like I'm the stone whisperer. They come the in. Stone whisperer. <laughs> I like that. Very good. That they come good. in and they kind of talk about. I ask them, you know, so you know what what colors do you like? Uh, they show me pictures of their kitchen. They bring, you know, if you bring some colors, what you picked, cabinets, this and that. So I look at all that, and I already, in my head, I know, like, colors that are going to go with what they want. And then talking to them, I get a feel for their personality. And I think it's also a personality thing. Um, some people are very conservative, so they'll like the very even and not too much risk. Um, some people are very outgoing, and they'll go with, for the more you know, drastic patterns. And so I'll show them what I think two or three choices. And they, a lot of times they're going to say, you know, those look great. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it, it all, it all depends. People, people are, you know, like they say, what's that old show? People are funny. Remember that show years ago and back. People are funny, especially when it comes to remodeling, because you don't know what they're going to do. And then also, a, a big thing that I think I see a trend coming on now as well. It's just, and it's been, well, I'd say a good part of last year, people are wanting to do full backsplashes in tile and or part of the, or part granite or quartz on the back of their counter. But I think a lot of times they'll take and say, I've got an idea. Here's my cabinet, but here's some of the tile. I want to do a full backsplash uh-huh. and, and let's find a granite countertop to match so that it, it complements one another. Because I don't think that um, even though a four-inch granite splash looks fine, you know, depending, and it's a yeah, great accent. Yeah, but that's not very popular right it's now. It's not. It's not. No, people you want to get the full. People are looking to do something full, which I think it makes the kitchen look much and to me, classier. And to me, from my logical mind, to have the full splash is just clean. You can start cleaning the kitchen and everything is clean. You don't have this drywall with paint that can hold bacteria. You have a nice, clean surface. Yep. Yep. From my mind, that's that's worth the value right there is to have a nice, clean surface. And on the other hand, too, I was in a home the other day, which uh, they wanted to see what I could do. Unfortunately, this is what happens. It was a track home that somebody had bought. Then they, the guy decided he was going to flip the home, and he did some upgrades. But yet the, the full, he used glass tile the strips of glass tile that in the kitchen and the backsplash. And what he did was it almost looked like he was the Atlantic Ocean because on one side it was here and yeah, it looked like, yeah, it had a, a wave and it had a wave in it. So they're wondering, well, what could we do? And he didn't do anything like because it was so far off. If you stand back, you could see the wave. But on one side, it was right underneath the cabinet. As it went across... So are you talking about a bad install or just the shape of the tile? Bad was... install. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, and there was no... A lot. I mean, it would have been fine if there was a strip right above the top of the tile and the underside of the cabinet. He could have easily gone back and painted it a color of, because the, the glass tile was like two or three assorted colors, but just painted it one solid color. So when you look at it, it doesn't look like the tile stopped, but it was only about a quarter inch 
in the in the high spots, but it got but you could see the wave. It's like, what was this guy doing? You know, it was a bad install. I mean, with all the laser levels that can give you a nice laser line and an even even snap a chalk line. Maybe Melvin was there. Melvin. Yeah. That's that, right. Yeah, Melvin. Oh, just, he used the beer level. Okay. The beer <laughs> level. Okay. All right. With that. Oh, wait a minute. That better? Oh, there we go. All right. Yes. All right. He found it. Look, look. He's got it up on the screen. Okay. All right, when we come back, we're going to have a little more Tango from Blade and more with Ari from Papagnos right after this break. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you can be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. Who sings that? Come on. <laughs> we haven't gone there. Didn't Google it. I would want to say, I was going to say Rihanna, but I don't think so. I have to, I have to go back and double. I know it. I I I know she's done a song by that, but it's not them. Any idea who sang that? Uh, Ari, I have to go back and we I, don't. I have to go back and it's check. our own music. We don't back even know the, it. Back from the ar- <laughs> that's from the archives. That's back from the 05s. It's back for that was back in the uh, 
you know, before the big crash. That's it. You know, so anyway, we are here with Ari from Papagno's Marble and Granite. You know, we're talking, uh, obviously talking a little bit about different types of stone and, you know, some of the accents that you could use. You know, you're talking a lot about the kitchen, but also thinking about your bathroom. I mean, um, your bathroom actually has uh, a lot to, uh, you could do a lot with your bathroom in the way of the countertop. You don't have to have the same kind of granite in your bathroom as you do in your kitchen but some people do do that but you know it's i like a lot of i'd like diversity i'd like to have something different because your bathroom has a different you want to make a different kind of statement with your bathroom than you do with your kitchen yeah and if you only have five thousand dollars maybe we could do your powder room (laughs) oh you mean the water closet not the real bathroom yep yep. that'll take care of that Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, we could do. Yeah, we could find something to do with Blades House. Fodder, fodder, grand. fodder. That's all I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. You know, it, it, I, it, in all the twelve years that we've been doing radio, there hasn't never been a board op that has actually done worked for us that on the show that actually did not learn a whole lot from IHIU. <laughs> that's right. I mean, you always find out something. I mean, Blade knows more about his home now, and I feel I feel that at least, uh, you know, besides all the listeners, we actually, I could, I can, you know, like that old uh, commercial, I could reach out and touch someone. That old, yeah. what was that old uh, telephone commercial? That's it. Reach AT&T. out and touch someone. We yeah. reach out, we reach out and touch Blade every week and give him a little input on how to take care of his home. It, you'd be surprised how many times I end up repeating things I hear on the show at home. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. And then you just turn around. Oh, Steve Dubell said that, right? <laughs> no, I don't give you credit for it. I act, oh, I act oh, like Jesus. I knew. <laughs> and your wife is like, oh, she, look that, at you. That's exactly awesome. right. you, have to re- you have to remember. Now, listen, I don't mind you doing that, really, in, in anything we could do to help. But there are certain rules that you have to live by. I'm not giving you credit Okay, for now it. I'm going to give you the rules so this way you understand how to abide by them. Okay, you ready? Yes. Okay, if I say something on the show which you like to use at your home, the first time you repeat it, to your wife or anybody else, okay, you turn around and you say, by the way, you know, Steve Dubell said that on the show yesterday. You know, the second time that you do it, you That's turn yours. around and you say, you know, I heard that on a show the other day when I was working, okay? And you don't have to mention my name. But on the third time that you use my quote, you, it's yours. Okay. Okay? You got that? Yeah. Okay. So don't forget that. <laughs> well, I have to figure out ways from the first and second time that my wife doesn't hear it. Oh, and, does she listen? Oh, to, does oh. she listen to all your shows that you broadcast? No way. <laughs> <laughs> Not a one. Not a one. No, no, no. But I do like to act like I know everything, and that's important to my wife. <laughs> so, but anyway. Oh wait a minute! Wait, it sounds like he's running a racket on his uh-huh. wife. <laughs> it sounds funny. All right. Anyway, well, let's, never mind. We don't want to talk about Blade's personal life. We don't want to talk about his home. No. But anyway, all right. So, um, all right. If someone comes in and you sit down there and explain to them exactly what, you know, and give them some ideas, um, as far as material goes, okay, so we get the color aspect solved, but what about materials? Do they turn around and um, are, they, are they interested in granite, quartz, or what makes get, the determining know, factor if they're in the middle of the road looking to make a well, decision? Well, I get a lot of people coming in and say, well, I look online and I really like quartz. So, you know, we look at quartz. I always say, well, you have to look at everything since you're here. You have to look at it in person. So I show them granite as well. And some, a lot of times people coming, coming in looking for quartz 
will say, well, I like this, but I really love this granite slab. So, I mean, they'll switch. Then I get people coming in to look at granite, but they fall in love with a quartz. So it's kind of like I feel like you have to, you think you're going and you know what you want, but you until you see it in person and see the how it looks and everything, it's hard to decide. You can't tell online, really. No, you, you can't. No, no. Mm-hmm. no. I have people, they shop online and they're like, oh, I, you know, I ordered samples and they all look horrible Mm -hmm. because, you know, your eye is just, you know, you can't beat the eye, the light and the whole situation. And plus a little piece won't tell you how it really looks until you're into the full size of that, of that slab. Yeah. Yeah, Uh Because Mm -hmm. you don't get the full effect of how that material right. really Right, even looks. the quartz, you know, when you see a little piece, you know, the samples, and they're supposed to all be the same color. So we look at the 4 by 4s or 6 by 6 samples, and then, you know, I said, well, I have a slab that I'm, you know, it's for somebody else. I brought it in. You want to see the whole slab? And then they, you know, we go out, look at the whole slab, and they're like, well, this is kind of not, you know, it's not doing anything for me. It's kind of really boring. So also even the quartz, when you look at a little piece versus the full slab, it's a different... Oh, um, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, that's, yep. like, that's like doing paint swatches. A little paint here and a little paint there. Oh, you're supposed you, to no, d- d- decide between can't. the two. Mm-hmm. That don't get it. <laughs> no, I did that too. And I oh. finally had my painter. I said, you know what? I give up. I have over 20 paint samples and nothing looks good. He's like, you know what? I, let me pick a color. I, I know you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't even approve the cut. Like, he just did it, and I was happy. And, yeah. <laughs> he knows what looks well, good because well, he's a professional, right? <laughs> and he had an idea where you were going, though. Right. He had an idea, but I just, you know, when he does this every day, so he knows what colors look good, and I, I don't know. about Paint is really hard for me. Yes, it is. <laughs> because you've got the wet look from the paint, and then oh, once it yeah, dries. Dry, yeah. It's two different worlds. So I hope, you get, you, I hope you're keeping all this tango music for the next time, Ari comes in i'm the producer that's what i do is that what you do yeah. all right you do that well all right when we come back more dango when's the next when's the next dance lesson i'm not doing no dance lesson no dance can lesson? you tango yes i learned oh, I, there you go i took some classes so i i can tango and i can salsa oh, oh. Okay. it's a good workout hey, it's a good know, workout I got a for great, people that don't like to work out next it's a time good, it's i have fun. next time yeah. we have ari in the show we'll have to have sean here and Sean, Sean from Mr. Electric, because he plays in a band in his other life. Oh. So we'll have him. We'll do some tango. We'll play some R&B, and we'll be all ready to go. Salsa. There we go. There you go. All right, we'll be back right after this break. Don't go away. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift <laughs> store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double White Network. Thinking about painting an older home? Don't start scraping it down just yet. I'm Danny Lifter with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about testing your paint for lead right after this. 
Step 1. Make a list of your weekend projects. Drywall, wash the patio, scrape the loose paint on the deck. Step 2. Pour yourself a cup of coffee. Hey, Family Guy's on TV. Love that show. Step 3. Two hours later, back to your list. Step 4. Pick a project, break out the tools, get it done. Step 5. Go ahead. One more episode. No guilt this time. Hide Tools. Everything you need to start somewhere at thehideway.com. If your home was built prior to 1978, chances are pretty good that lead paint was used. Because lead paint is a recognized health hazard, you want to approach any contact with caution, and that starts by finding out whether or not you actually do have lead paint. Home test kits make this a simple process, and you can find out the test results in less than 30 seconds. A typical home test kit comes with two ready-to-use disposable swabs that can detect lead down to 600 parts per million. If you test positive for lead, then you'll be prepared to tackle your painting or remodeling project using lead-safe practices that include protection, preparation and containment, and proper cleanup. Just remember, the biggest hazard of lead paint is not knowing it's there. So take the time and take the test. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you are t- tuned in to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and uh, we are talking with Ari from Papagnos Marble and Granite today and uh, trying to figure out what we're going to do with Blade's Kitchen, which I think we might have to put on hold because I know he has to wait for tax returns to come back. I do. And we just can't take that for granted. Very funny. Very funny. Yes. Sad state of affairs. That's a sad, <laughs> sad state of affairs. <laughs> All right. All right. Just thinking about islands, and if I won't, we don't have a big wide open space, which is great because that makes it a four butt kitchen, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I want an island in there to, to, to take away the room. Hmm. He's got you talking like that now. Yeah. <laughs> I knew what he meant. Yeah. Jesus. It's the work triangle. And if you have a galley kitchen, you don't have a work triangle. Oh, my God. Because you need that functionality between appliances and workspaces to be able to make a kitchen work. I don't know. I don't know. A dog and cat running around and a little baby running around and all that. I like the room. I need the room in there. I know. Plus, I mean, we don't cook that much, so I just we just order pizza. So <laughs> who needs a, pizza? Who Between needs an pizza island? and the microwave, that's that's it. Huh? <laughs> who needs an island? Yeah, but, but uh, <laughs> okay. So yeah, but listen, you got to remember. I'm trying to keep costs down here. Okay, we're up to ten grand already. Yeah, you got to so, have a place to do homework. But wait, we haven't even gotten to the cabinets yet. Yeah. That's what right. about okay. appliances? And then you appliances. Yes. Five thousand will buy you some ugly appliances. <laughs> <laughs> What's What's that? You have to go to a place that actually is uh, has appliances on sale, and I don't mean I don't mean something at Goodwill either. Or on the street. <laughs> what? Goodwill. Put out on the street for uh, bulk collection. 
Yeah, what goes we, well with a granite top or a marble top? What kind of appliances would you want? White? Is there a general de- rule of thumb? It depends. No. It does. It depends. Okay. Yeah, it depends on what color. What color you have? Black. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. If you have black now, but you, you, if you want to, if you're going to go back and change your your appliances when you go do this whole remodel, new countertop and cabinets, okay, then you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go for more than just you know one item. You're gonna have to you have to do the the, the trifecta. Fri- <laughs> yeah, the fridge, the dishwasher. And the microwave. Mm-hmm. And the stove. For starter, and the stove. Well, the four, you know, the four. Mi- microwaves are on the way out anyway, man. They're not cool anymore. That's why people are going back to just stove stuff and oven stuff. Well, that's a, Mark it down. And Blade is saying that's a new trend. Microwaves, don't, no one cares. No one likes well, them that much anymore. Well, because it depletes the nutrients in the food. So you try not Yeah, to that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And it doesn't stay hot very long at all when it comes out of the microwave. Have you noticed that? I mean, it heats it up and dethaws stuff real quick, but it doesn't stay hot very long. I, I know why he's having that problem. That's because that's because his microwave is from 1983. <laughs> that's right. And it's probably got 900 whole watts to cook things with. I, I don't I don't know. I don't Instead know. of 12 or 1700 watts, I now that gets it done. <laughs> I don't know. So, so could we get out of there for 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 10 grand with a refrigerator and dishwasher? No, Di- refrigerator, yeah. dishwasher, what microwave. What do you say? At least 20. 20. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I told you you got to have to spend on a on an average kitchen. You got to spend. You say you're going to spend 25. Just figure 25 for a starting place. Okay. And we'll then and then go from there. We haven't okay? even got to the counters. Well, that's 25. You could do 25 with with countertops and cabinets, but depending on what, again, you've got to make some decisions. You have like everything else, like paint, good, better, best. Mm-hmm. You got three grades of paint. Okay. You you have the same thing with with granite. You've got different groups of granite. It's another good topic for our listeners who may not understand the difference between when they go to pick out granite. Ari, explain to the listeners exactly the difference between the groups and how they arrive at those prices. Well, the groups are pretty much like there's a guy that goes to the quarry, depends where the quarry at. If it's a quarry that's a very accessible and the color, it's like all the group one colors are like Santa Cecilia, Ubatuba, all those. By, by the way, most vendors are discontinuing those colors just because they've been around so long. People are actually tearing it out because they're outdated. Um, but they, they don't have a lot of movement. They're very, you know, plain, um, easy, easily accessible, not very hard, you know, like it's not a very hard material. So it's that brings the cost. And then you got some exotic material and then the mountain is all the way. I don't know. You got to drive miles and miles to even get to the quarry. Um, it has it's a very hard material like a quartzite where, you know, to even process the block, it takes three times as long. So all that plays into effect on the price of the material. You know, if they're yeah. heavier transportation I mean, it starts at the quarry, so... Um, the whole processing. Exactly. The processing part from, mm-hmm. you know, you know, popping the explosive caps to blow it, you know, blow right. it Right, it's blow almost it like, you know, are you getting in Phoenix? I'm using this as an example. Like, is the quarry in Phoenix, or you got to drive all the way to Tucson or, or mm-hmm. Flagstaff? You know, it just depends. Over, over to Maine, where Granite used to only place was, and they had to transport everything... From up there in Maine down through the right. eastern seaboard, 
But uh-huh. now we have other sources. And we're talking about they're coring large blocks that are mm-hmm. probably, you know, like as big as, I don't know, this whole room. I mean, That's they're, a block. they're, they're Some of those huge. You, and they're tra- seen- they got to transport that to the factory and drive it like on the highway, you know. It's from- like my favorite show, Mega Machines. Yeah, right. one of these super, super huge oh, yeah. Exactly. And I put it on that thing and it's wobbling and trying to get yeah, down. But you think about it, when you watch, when you, like if you've gone out to, to do a walkthrough uh, at any of the, the granite uh, distributors, like, mm-hmm. for instance, Arizona Tile, they've got pictures up on the wall that show how they quarry some of this material, and it's just huge. It's like the, the people there in the picture are like specks. Right, they're mm-hmm. little ants. Yeah, they're like yeah. ants compared to the big pieces of stone that they're carving out, and each one is a little bit different. It's going to show you a little bit different grain, and when what I think is really cool, if you've got something like huge that you need to put together, you want to put two slabs together, they've actually be able to put two and they set them side by side and you can follow the movement from one piece to the other. That's called the book match in the art in the industry terms. Yeah, I mean see? it looks really, really um awesome when you see how that all is put together. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of other things you could do too. Like the very first project that uh Ari's uh, company had done for me was for a customer that actually had they wanted everything honed. That means it's not shiny. shiny. So in, and they have all the equipment on site in their facility they actually can go back and what it means is it's like a matte finish. It's, it's not shiny. Just like she said. Mm-hmm. And they can actually go back. They will come out with laser levels to get precise measurements. This isn't just come out with a pad and pencil and a tape measure. Precise measurements with laser measuring equipment so that it is so accurate when they come back and it's finished, they put it together, it's it's so precise. It's it like it was made it was made that way and it it, it just it's perfect. You can't it's even see fit you can't even in. see some of the seams. Wow, no, that's great! Yeah, <clears throat> to not see the seams <clears throat> is just worth every penny. Yeah, I <clears throat> it's think absolutely so. amazing <clears throat> because there's just something about being able to walk into a new kitchen and you run your hand across. You know, there's a seam, but you just can't find it. I love that. I just love yep. it. You know, and that's the quality of, of seeing a a good fabricator. When I go into a home and I go and look at the countertop. It, that's one of the first things I notice after I notice if I like the countertop period is you look at how the seams were put together. If the seams are put together really well, then you know the fabricator knew what he was doing. But a lot of times you get people go in there and they just don't take the time. And when they slap them together, it may be tight on one end, like we're on a corner. And as it travels towards the back corner, two feet away, it spreads out. So uh-huh. guess what they use? More fill. And you mm-hmm. can see that. I mean, if you look for it, if you know what you're you looking for. You can see for. the twist, yeah. So you got to be careful on how you, um, you know, the p- people that do it. And if you don't like it, make sure that you speak up. Because I- I've seen people go back and say, well, why did you accept that? Well, I didn't want to go back. Meanwhile, if you're not happy with it, it's going to haunt you. Like we said earlier. It's going to haunt you from now until You're going to see that every day and say, I don't like that. I don't and, like that. And then I've seen some on brand new homes. You ran your hand. I just, I cut my hand. I oh, ran it across. Was I was like, sharp. Whoa, yeah. that was just not even done. Yeah. You cut That's, your hand. Yeah, I was just running my hand like this. And you hit, and, and it wasn't, and it it wasn't flush. 
No, not at all. It was nice and sharp and just took a nice slice right down my hand. And this is like, um, I think we, you know, I took my blue tape out. <laughs> I didn't even get my laptop out and it was already right. putting blue tape and that, down. You know, that's uh, the seams we are, you know, we're known for our seams. They're, mm-hmm. you know, very tight. We tried uh, the best possible, you know, make them beautiful. Um, and a lot of people, they, they're, they're just so happy because they run their hands. They can't even feel them. That's exactly, um, that's, that's, that's how they have to be. They have to be perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about. And, and safe. And it's the hard, I would say the hardest thing of an install because sometimes you even get material and the material is not all a perfect flat level. It's a little bit warped. So when you do put the two together, you get see the warping in the material on the seam. So we just take care of, of all that. Yeah. We have techniques. Yeah, to be able so. to make sure the cabinets actually do come up to where they were supposed to. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you got a nice nice joint right there. Yep. Yeah, I mean, th- these are all things that have to be worked out. And sometimes you don't realize what you have to do. Like, for instance, that one house that we were talking about with the seafoam earlier was the fact that they had a tile countertop originally. And when I demoed it, we found out that with what they wanted to do, it still wasn't going to bring it all up to the level that it needed to be with the special edging that they wanted, the the profile. So we had to do some extra things to be able to maybe make it flush out. And plus, they had a window ledge that had to be dealt with. So we had the window, the sink, and the edge. So we had to do some extra. I think we did some extra. We had to do a thicker edge for yeah, them. Thicker edge to make that work. Like they didn't have a choice, and you know they had to get. But it yeah. looked beautiful in the end. Yeah, when it yeah. got done, I mean, he was he was really happy with it. And again, like you said, once it's done and you're happy, like I think this year we'll probably go back. I know originally we quoted the the kitchen and the other bathrooms and the shower and stuff like uh-huh. that. But I think that he might be ready because the only thing we didn't do was his master bathroom. Oh, yeah. He did tell me he, he was yeah. going to do that. So, the you next know, project. Yeah, so. next project. So, you know, we'll reach out to him and see if he wants to do that. And we'll uh, we'll be able to go back and we'll, we'll get a full run on his whole house now. So this way it'll be. Uh, so what kind of top do you have at the compound? So what? What kind of top do you have at the compound? Granite. And do you walk in it every day and say, oh, man, I love that. Oh yeah, I thought it was stunning when I when I put it in, and we picked it, and it still looks stunning. How about you, Ari? What do you have? I have um, granite, but I we we did not do my granite in the house. Well, we my dad did my master. I remodeled the master, and now I'm remodeling my um, powder room because I don't have a budget. And then the <laughs> kitchen, it was like a a home. It was built in 05, so it's still current, but it's not what I love. But I have to save money for it, and mm-hmm. I will because I'm not just only doing the granite. I'm doing cabinetry, applying. Yeah, I want to do the whole thing. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm saving money for that. All right. Yeah. So we'll have to, I have to make sure you send me those pictures over. We got to get Ari some more work. Yeah, that's right. We got to help her finish her kitchen. What do you got at your room. place, Dan? What are you using? We are pre-planning. <laughs> it's what we have is. Uh, prehistoric, uh, prehistoric <laughs> for Mike. What That's tropic right. brown or Baltic brown? Well, actually, it was Robin's egg blue. For Micah? Is that no. what you said? Granite. Yeah. What no. is it called? Laminate. Oh, laminate. Oh, laminate. Yes, yep. laminate. Oh, we got to take care of that. Yeah, we need. You know, I mean, <laughs> like you know, I said, it's it's pre-plan. <laughs> it's, you know, if I got granite in my place, it would overdo the whole rest of the house because the rest of the house is not that pay grade. 
That's you know right. what I mean? It'd be way too nice for the think, rest of the home. But just think, you have to start upgrading your home somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and, and upgrading the value of the home. So therefore, happy think about wife, Lisa. Happy life. There Amen, you go. Happy Amen. life. Happy right. life. And another Absolutely. and another fact uh, uh, is equity is is actually improving on homes to where you can get some equity back on this now. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. things are moving up. That's now. right. And you gotta remember you remember two thousand seventeen, it's the year of the remodel because of the values. Arizona is gonna have the highest uh is projected to have the highest um Dollar amount as far as equity, uh, equity, real estate. Real estate's going to go crazy. This, I mean, we were one of the hardest hit during the crash, but we rebounded. Now we're going to be leading the 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 country when it comes to remodel, real estate, flips, everything that has to do with real estate. Going to lead the charge. And you know what? IHI is going to be there doing remodels. You know what, Blade? What? It's going to be huge. It's going to be <laughs> huge. <laughs> Make IHI great again. No, it was always great. Oh, it's been always great. It was That's always right. great. Okay, right. Just remember that. I, I do. I remember that. It's going to be greater now oh, <laughs> okay. than ever before. It's, it's for the greater good. That's right. That's right. Are, what, do, what do you got planned for the rest of the weekend? Are anything? Uh, we're going to go visit some friends that had a baby, so we're going to bring over lunch to them. That way, you know. Very good. You can't um, underestimate the value of a meal, someone bringing a meal over when you have a child. I know. I do that for every friend I have that had a baby. We'll bring over it's the best. Um, lunch. Um, and then now we had uh, some friends, and they'll they'll have in their little shower, they'll sign up for, like, they'll have people sign up so that you can send them a meal. Sure. Like, any day of the Absolutely. week. Absolutely. And yeah, that's yeah. very nice. Yeah, and that, I think that's the best thing because it's very thoughtful, and then you don't have to worry about cooking. Oh. You know, yeah. see, you know, and I, that's, I love that because... When I used to live back in New York, you used to go somewhere, anywhere you went, you went to visit family, friends. What's the first thing you did? Take bring, you bring, bring something. You bring yeah. food, anything just for the gathering. Uh-huh. And then when I moved out here, that wasn't the, it they was like, that. where, where, what happened? So you don't see, so when you run People don't want to cook anymore. Yeah. It's like when you have people, <laughs> when you have people to do that, they're very special. Yeah. yeah. You. Yep. You do. That's right. And you remember them and, and it's. Yeah, I do. I make sure I do that because uh, somebody did that for me, uh, my friend, when I had a baby, and that was I thought it was the nicest thing. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I love you." So I, I make sure I do that, um, mm-hmm. pay it forward, and um, people yes. appreciate. It. So I started a trend. Now it's like all our friends. They feel like they, you know, whoever has a baby, we all have to go over and bring a meal. Well, see, that's <laughs> good. You started something really right. good. Yeah. How can our listeners contact you, Ari? Um, they can uh, call us or stop by. Um, we're at 15716 North 76th Street in Scottsdale, Arizona, by the Scottsdale Air Park. Um, you can give us a call at 480-948-4282, but we do really prefer that you come by. Like I said, you have to see this in person. Bring over your colors, and we'll take care of you. Exactly. It's a great showroom and a great mm-hmm. facility with some really great, talented people yeah. working there. We're family-owned. It was. It's me, my mom, my sister. She's an interior designer. Um so we have great ideas. We can kind of take care of, you know, ideas for you, colors. Um, we really care about our customers. That's great. And you can also find Ari's information on imagehomeimprovementshow.com. Uh, just check out where it says the Home Network members. You'll be able to find her contact information as well. And Ari, thanks so much for being here today. We really appreciate it. Hope you well, have a great weekend. I think you weekend. had a fun show, and I love the tango. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're going to save that for next the time. The Jeffersons never did a tango, I don't think. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs>
All right, we'd like to thank all our listeners for tuning in today, as well as our, our guest Ari from Papagnos, Marble and Granite, also Ernie Marion from Keiko Roofing, and as usual, Dan from Southwest Building Consultants in, uh, and Blade, the man who we love to beat up on. <laughs> we love you, Blade. Thank you. All right, just remember, if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program, resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you.